Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Guys, do you ever get that awkward feeling that you're out saying you're welcome when working remotely and coffee shop surfing? Are you like me and feel pressured into buying a new drink every hour or leaving before you've got half of what you meant to do done? Before I found Anko, this stuff was literally the bane of my life and a massive obstacle messing with my workflow. Anko is a new way of co-working, turning London's best cafes and restaurants into co-working spaces. They have 60 locations all over London and I can always pre-book my desk so I know they'll be expecting me. You also get access to fully secure high-speed Wi-Fi provided by Anko. Their membership is just 20 quid a month and they're offering Get Up and Grow Girl listeners a two-month trial completely free. Now you have nothing to lose. Once you sign up, make sure to make use of their free workshops and networking opportunities as well. Just head to anko.life, that's anko.life, and use code GROWGIRL to get your two months free co-working. See you there. Hi guys, welcome back to Get Up and Grow Girl. In this week's episode, I was chatting with Lisa D, who is the founder of Fit With Her. Lisa runs a really, really successful online business and I think that's amazing. And whilst we did speak about business and we definitely get some tips and some insights from her, we spoke so much about mindset, which I really, really love because I think one of the reasons that Lisa is so successful is because of her mindset. She definitely has that growth mindset And she's into all this stuff, which I love sharing, the law of attraction, gratitude, the power of positivity. And it was just so much fun to have this conversation. I felt like we really bounced off each other and we got really excited talking about these things because clearly we're both so passionate about them. So let's get straight into the episode and I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as I did. Hi guys, I'm here with Lisa D. Hi Lisa, do you want to intro yourself and just tell the guys a little bit about you and what you do? I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so my name is Lisa. I am a personal trainer. Well, more of a health and wellness coach. Um, my business is completely on my line now. So I started as a personal trainer uh-huh. back in 2013. Okay. Yeah. And I did boot camps and personal training. And then I launched my online programs in, I think, 2015. So I've been online since then. Completely online. Yeah, completely online. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so yeah. So what I have now is... I have a membership site, um, it's called Fit With Her, and it's body, mind, soul, so like every month my members get new workouts, new meditations, new yoga, new recipes, all of that. Um, that membership is actually closed, I open it once a year, so oh, I probably shouldn't even be talking about it. <laughs> well, they can join next year. <laughs> so I have that, and then um, right now what I'm doing is I do a lot of one-to-one coaching online, um, and I have a program at the minute called the 12 day kickstart. So, um, every year I kind of change up my programs and what I'm doing and stuff to offer just like fresh yeah. programs and content and stuff. But at the base of what I do is just helping women feel better, you know, feel more confident in themselves, drop some weight if they want to and learn how to do it the healthy way, of course. Yeah. Um, and just help them feel like their power and like their confidence and you know everything that they have within them already so yeah I feel like fitness and health is a great way to do that I love that because I really believe 
what you said that you have everything already it's just yeah. like you need to just draw it out of yeah. people yeah and also I like the holistic approach because that's kind of what get up and grow girl is is that the whole mind body business like it all links in it all yeah it all comes together I find like when I was I started with book camps and I had like girls only book camps um when I first started and you know for me it was amazing to see girls come in who had never lifted weights before um never been to a worker class before and after a few weeks seeing the transformation and like I, I don't mean just like physically but like you know the way they were even speaking the way they were holding themselves the yeah. way they were interacting with other girls and that kind of set something off in me and I was like this is this is fucking amazing like I just buzz off that so um the mindset is a huge part of it of course so it's not just going to the gym and lifting weights yeah it's how you think about yourself it's how you feel about yourself it's how you interact with yourself and with others um so that's kind of at the is at the base of of what I do yeah. <laughs> I know I, I think that's so true that's what hooked me to stay in the fitness industry as well is it's kind of addictive isn't it when yeah you see the impact you must have on other people's lives it's not just sometimes people don't realize the effect of fitness isn't just yeah oh they got a little bit stronger and, and their body is yeah. healthier it's it's more about they achieve something so they lift something up when they come yeah. to the boot camp or to a PT yeah. session yeah and then you see that that has knock-on effects it's like a positive feedback loop in all other areas yeah, of their exactly. life because I think um us humans don't always know what we need but we know what we want right so yeah. a girl comes to me and she's like Lisa I need to lose 10 pounds or Lisa I need to drop it you know that's not actually always what she needs um so when she comes to me she does a program after a few weeks she's saying oh my god I feel on fucking fire I am so proud of myself this is amazing I'm so glad I started working out because I just feel better you know that is what the person needs yes you know and then so I love that connection. I love showing women like what can happen when you start to prioritize your self-care and you start to yeah. you know, work out and it doesn't have to be the gym. It can be you know, dance classes. It can be just some sort of movement and just taking care of yourself that way. It just has such a huge impact on everything else. Like yeah. everything in your life connects. So if you're feeling good about yourself, you're looking after yourself, that will you know, go into all areas of your life. So your work, your relationships, you know, everything else. Um, and that's why I feel like it's super yeah. important. So do you believe in the law of attraction then? Because I guess that's kind of... Yes, yeah. 100%. But and I think this is where a lot of people get stuck. The law of attraction does not work unless you mm-hmm. take action. Like you can't, you can't just um, like think of this, this big dream <laughs> that you have and not yeah. do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't work like that. The law of attraction is essentially seeing what you want, you know, putting it on paper or putting it on a vision board or whatever it is seeing it feeling it believing that you can have that um and then making steps to get to that to get to that thing you yeah. know like you have to take action you can't say like if I use weight loss as an example I want to lose a stone right you can't just like vision that in your head and it's going to happen <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah. like take action you have to work out you have to eat differently you have to change your habits so yeah I do believe in it but yeah I think we don't talk enough about the, the truth behind it yeah, yeah I, I agree because I only recently really started to, I've always kind of believed it, but only recently really started to see it happen yeah. as well. And I think when, when I was talking about it a little bit on social media, you can see that some people are like, they, they think that it's gone a bit voodoo. And yeah. I think sometimes the stereotype of the law of attraction is that you sit on the end of your bed and you just yeah. focus on it and yeah. then it pops up. But yeah. obviously you're right. It's, it's about getting your mind ready to do what is necessary. Exactly, yeah. And I think like a lot of people are on, autopilot so they're just doing what 
they've always done because that's what they know and that's yeah. the way things are and it takes a you know it, it's hard to to change that and to say well actually what what do I want and you know imagine what my life would be like if I reached this goal you know yeah. what would that mean for me and really feeling it and really like getting into it and allowing yourself to take some chances and take some risks and take some steps to get to that you know a big thing is allowing yourself to do that because I speak a lot about like we don't have to be what we've always been you know you can at any point you can decide I want to do this or I want to do that or I'm no longer doing this and there's power in that because as I said a lot of us are on autopilot we've all been there where we just go through our days everything's the same nothing changes um some people are content with that that's fine but you know if there is things that you want and there's things you want to achieve then it's important to dream bigger and to allow yourself yeah to do that and that makes me think of that quote which is quite famous and I actually think you may have posted it recently I think I've seen it um you receive what you're ready for or something along the lines of that yeah 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 so you what you make space for you have to make space for the things that you want like for like relationships for example um if you are in if you had a bad like a few bad relationships or you're just not kind of it's not getting it it's just not clicking and you're always saying like I always attract fuck boys or (laughs) why do you know why does it never work out and you're always and all you know focusing on that you're not actually making space for what you want I think it's so important to prioritize and to shift your perspective right instead of complaining about all the fuck boys I seem to be attracting what is it that I want yeah you know, what do I want in a partner? I'm using like relationships as yeah. an example, but like, what do I want in a partner? What would that look like? What would that feel like for me? And how can I, how can I be that for another person as well? Instead yeah. of expecting the other person to bring you all of these things. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I love getting into the juicy <laughs> stuff, but that hit me hard because that's definitely, I've been there. I've yeah. definitely been there being like, the word, I don't like to always use the word victim because I think it's got a negative stereotype attached yeah. to it more than is meant. But I think it's I've been in that situation where you can hold yourself a little bit victim to what's going on yeah which is not good for us as well so I think when we say that word it sounds as if we're attacking someone but actually it's not good to put ourselves in that position because we yeah do ourselves an injustice yeah because then you're saying that you're just a victim of your now I mean we're generalizing here but off your circumstances are off that you have no control it kind of puts you like for me if I was to feel We've all felt like victims in certain situations and we've all had things happen. And we've, we've all been had, victims, yeah. but it's about staying that victim yeah. after the circumstances. Exactly. Ended. It's changing your perspective and shifting that so that you can, you know, not, not move on from that, but look at things differently. Yeah. And that, I feel like that changes everything. I think it's about empowerment as well, isn't yeah. it? That when you are, when you still feel victim to something that happened. Yeah. It's quite hard to, it's quite disempowering. You don't feel that you've got agency to change it. Yeah. But then exactly. you take back control by, so even though obviously you're never really, this is how I look at it anyway, that we're never really fully responsible for anything that happens. Mm-hmm. We obviously have a part that is intertwined with other people's parts and things. Yeah. But we can only, if we focus on that part, that's when you can kind of grow and learn from it. But focusing on what, for example, the yeah. fuckboy does, yeah. we can't actually change yeah. that. So, you can't change that. You yeah. can't control someone else's behaviour. You can't control what someone else thinks about you. Um in all areas of life um what you can control is how you show up for yourself and what you um spend your focus on and what you prioritize and you can control all those things and of course you're going to have days where you're feeling sorry for yourself you're you know but I mean like as a whole you have a choice with how you look at things and how you show up for yourself and in the world 
um, and it's just not allowing your um, not worrying about other people and how they see you and how they approach you it's knowing that you show up for yourself and yeah. that's what you control I love that because then you always like you say you always have an element of control you said in, yeah. in terms of choice the choice is exactly. how you look at things so yeah. that's always ours yeah even though other things may always yeah. always 100% so in the sense of change then because I guess that links on quite nicely with what you do change is a big part of your business model and a big part of probably what you help people with yeah so what do you think about change? Because I know that in the current space and in popular culture, change is sometimes becoming a little bit of something that we look at more negatively. Yeah. And there's a big disconnect there because obviously in the fitness industry and the wellness industry, we really promote change. And yeah. most people in this industry will, of course, see it as a good thing. Yeah. But with other movements going on, I think sometimes a more extreme side of it is, is taken as yeah. what the fitness industry is about. and. Yeah we almost have a little bit of a revolt against change. Yeah, it's actually very interesting because this is something I spoke about recently. Um, when I started my business, I was, and I still am, very good at helping and motivating girls to make changes that made them better in their lives, that made them happier, that made them feel yeah. more empowered and stuff. Um, and a lot of that was, you know, changing their habits, you know, going to the gym, maybe losing some weight or whatever it was that made them feel good. Um, in the past few years, the self-love movement has been huge right but I think the message has kind of got lost in translation somewhere and now for like I see a lot of posts online um you know self-love means you don't change anything yeah. you love yourself as you are accept yourself as you are you're perfect as you are nothing needs to change mm -hmm. right that's generally what most people think about when they talk about self-love yeah. the problem with that is nobody wakes up in the morning and looks in the mirror like after not not liking their circumstances or not liking how they look or not liking you know wanting to make a change you can't just go from that to looking in the mirror going I love everything I accept yeah. myself life is amazing you know um, especially if you don't feel it yeah. you know and I spoke recently about um change shaming yes it's like a concept I've come up with maybe it's probably already out there somewhere but there's a lot of shame put on people that want to make a change yes. Mm -hmm. and it's almost like how dare you want to change your body shape how dare you want to lose weight you should love yourself as you are and this kind of I'm going to say bullshit because that that's you putting your shit on somebody else mm -hmm. and that pisses me off yeah um recently I decided you know I want to because I kind of got out of the bodybuilding weightlifting scene for a while I kind of got sick of it and recently I got kind of back into it and I'm like you know I want to I want to drop some pounds I want to build some muscle again I want to tone up again I want to change Mm -hmm. and I feel on fire since I have made that decision yeah but I see a lot of conflicting posts online from girls posting you know accept yourself as you are you don't need mm -hmm. to change blah yeah. blah blah and I know that if I feed into those posts and I start getting that's going to change that's going to make me feel shift yeah, yeah it's going to mess with what I actually want I think change is amazing if it's coming from a place of love not a place of love but a place of you're, do you're doing it for the right reason almost yeah. you're not um and again, it depends on what it is, if it's weight loss or something else. But change is a lot of the time necessary yeah. in order to grow and in order to get what you want in life. Definitely. And it's exactly what you said that in, I think it was in January, obviously, with New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I noticed there was a lot of people saying, oh, I'm not going to do resolutions because almost in the sense of it's bad if you do because you're not you're not yeah. okay with yourself and you don't love yourself. Yeah. And I put out an episode called uh self-help doesn't mean you're broken yeah and I needed that word I needed your words that I just have heard now and I think maybe you put it <laughs> on Instagram 
change shaming. Yeah. I didn't know what to call it, but that's yeah. a really good term. So change shaming. <laughs> um, and I said exactly that, that it's, it's looked at if you want to engage in self-help, if you want to improve, yeah. then it can be seen now as it's negative. And actually, I agree with what you say. And I think it can be from love yeah. in the sense of you love yourself enough to, yeah. to know that I deserve to have yeah. what I really want. Exactly, I deserve yeah. to be like really fulfilled and I deserve to keep improving on myself so that exactly. I can have a better quality of life yeah and um yeah I think that not that many people were, are talking about that so I saw yeah. I did see your caption and I thought it was really interesting I feel like sh- self-love is self-love is so important but you can love yourself and still make changes yeah you know you don't have to love yourself and just stay as you are and stay stagnant that's so fucking boring to me like see if I had to stay as I was right now and not how was going to change in the next five years I would be so bored because that's just my personality yeah. I need challenges I need things happening I need to be you know um so like I love myself enough to make the changes that help me get what I want exactly. and there's nothing wrong with that we need to stop shaming and especially women stop shaming other women for wanting to make changes and for yeah. being ambitious and for growing and for you know we need to stop putting our shit on other women yeah. um so you can love yourself and still lose weight you can love yourself and still work hard for that promotion you can love yourself and still you know whatever it is um and I think that's just a really important thing because we try to play up to what other people tell us we should yeah. be or we should feel or whatever um so yeah and I think as well with Instagram and social media the whole you know you're meant to be a role model for women you know you shouldn't be promoting weight loss or you shouldn't be for me I just live my life I yeah. show what I'm doing I'm living my life I'm doing my thing I'm doing what I'm good at and that's it and we keep doing that yeah and if I listen to everybody that tells me you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that you shouldn't show your boobs you shouldn't show your ass you shouldn't talk about this then I would be going over yeah so that's important definitely I think also that self-love sometimes like you said the messages got a little bit lost yeah sometimes it's about calling yourself out on your shit isn't it and so Mm -hmm. it's it's almost I like to call it tough love Mm -hmm. because it's not always oh I should be happy today and just yeah pat on the back sometimes it's taking a second to be like yes like you say I love myself enough to say I need to have a word with myself because yeah I'm not doing I'm as I'm not living as I should be or exactly. whatever it may be uh, yeah it could be like self-care as well and self-love it could be things like I need to go and pay my bills if I don't pay my bills I'm gonna feel really shit because I'm behind on my bills and that's gonna affect how I yeah. feel or I need to go and like wash my hair <laughs> or I need to tidy my room because this messy room actually isn't helping my productiveness and makes me feel cluttered you know like those things as well it's yeah. not all you know rainbows and butterflies it's the boring things as well that we yeah. need to make sure we're it's the tangible things as yeah well, isn't it? exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So you sort of touched on social media there and it it is a bit of a difficult time to be somebody with following, especially a, a large one. So because there is so many opinions now and, yeah. and I think it is, there's a pressure put onto people like yourself who are in the centre of it mm-hmm. that you need to be a role model but for so many different groups of people who all want different things yeah and that I think sometimes people forget that you are an individual yeah and you have your own opinions on everything and you should be able to live true to those yeah and what you're not in charge of spreading a message to other people Mm -hmm. about things that you personally believe but you can pick and choose what you you're you're there to help you've chosen I guess to help women in health and wellness so your opinion on something different should affect that I think like um 
the whole like role model thing nobody signs up to become a role model yeah I don't think that's really a thing nobody wakes up and goes I want to be a, like I want to be a role model like for my not really that's not really what happens is yeah. I think that for me when I first began I started sharing my you know fitness journey like for me fitness and getting and looking after myself completely changed my life because it made me so much more confident and then I was able to make other changes in my life that needed to happen um and that was so powerful so for me to be able to say to other women you know whoa like this is what this helps me so much and then they do it and then they feel it and all the rest um that's a good influence you know like you're you know you're influencing good there but of course now with instagram and social media people are always going to have opinions um but opinions aren't facts yes and opinions are what is the quote opinions are like assholes everybody has them (laughs) right but you don't have to take other people's opinions like to like to heart and yeah you know actually re- it's only recently and I'm going to say honestly I'm going to be honest here the last I'd say two months I really stopped giving a fuck honestly yeah um the past couple of years I was like you know I need to be this and I I was so careful of the self-love movement I can't talk about weight loss and self-love because it's too conflicting and you know blah 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 and I don't want to affect all this shit was going around my head and it was it was just clutter in my brain yeah. this last couple of months I just stop giving a fuck. Not that I stop giving, I, I care about a lot of things. Yeah. But other people's opinions. Yeah. People that aren't ever going to be my members. People that aren't ever, you know, doing my programs or actually reading my captions. Just people that look and go, oh, fuck you. I don't give a fuck yeah. about those people anymore. And recently I've been, um, you know, like, I wish you well, send you love or whatever, but fuck off and move <laughs> on. And, you know, that. Um, because I see the how destructive it can be to worry so much about trying to be a role model yeah. or trying to be you know obviously I think it's important to influence good and you can do that by just being yourself yeah which I feel like I'm doing I'm the same person in real life as what I am online pretty much like you know yeah. I don't always share like my bad days all the time I don't obviously share everything online but I'm the same kind of personality yeah. I talk the same and all the rest um and th- for some people that's enough and that's all they need to to um change a habit in their lives that you know influence. so it's a, it's yeah. a good influence in that way um I don't know if I've gone off topic there but no, that's good. you know I think so many of us um and I was guilty of this in the past are trying to be a role model and yeah. that's just not really going to work yeah because the idea of a role model is different to each person and each person needs different things at different phases in their lives yeah. so I think as well when you're you're a person obviously <laughs> but you're also a brand then mm-hmm. sometimes you can fall down the rabbit hole I think I've definitely done this in the past uh, you try to segment who you are to fit a brand yeah so I would try and think okay this is me as a person I'm interested in fitness fashion lifestyle and growth mm-hmm. and self self-care self help yeah I call it that so let me just pick the parts of this that fit into yeah. social media mm-hmm. but then you can't really live like that when you put so much out because yeah I feel like there becomes this disconnect and people maybe don't realize that like you say behind the scenes the clutter that comes yeah, into your mind and definitely the, the negative feelings because yeah. you're so sort of in friction with parts of yourself mm-hmm. definitely that it, it just makes you unhappy so yeah. you, I think you're right that just being yourself being who you are because you're a person yeah and try, trying to not have to overly put your strategy mind and your business yeah. mind onto it because it's something that is very personal and we can't try and over yeah analyze ourselves and treat ourselves like a product yeah like I think I fell down I know I I don't think I know (laughs) I fell down that trap um 
when I closed off my boot camps and kind of stopped doing personal training and stuff and moved more online, I wasn't getting that interaction with girls every day. Yeah. And I, not that I forgot, but it was harder for me to remember what they needed yeah. and how they needed me to show up. And, you know, because when I was doing boot camps and all the rest, I was, I was still myself. I was doing what I was good at and I didn't have to think about it because yeah. I was meeting so many girls every day and I was seeing how many changes they were making. But when I moved online, it was harder because I wasn't getting that interaction. Um, we did a bit of traveling for a while. I fell down a bit of a eat, pray, love hole. And I was like, I am fed up of the gym. I, you know, I went vegan. I started just doing yoga full time. I just made so many, I cut all my hair off. I made so many different shifts. And I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. Who am I? Yeah. Um, the problem wasn't that I didn't know who I was. It was, I was so connected to my work that I couldn't, I couldn't accept my without, I felt know. like, you know, I had to, I had to live up to this expectation of what, these girls wanted me to be and that was all in my head but um so basically then I went and I created fit with her as a separate brand to me um because I wanted it to be faceless which now sounds really kind of silly but and I wanted it to be faceless because I thought you know I'll have a separate brand I don't want to call it the Lisa Dean membership I'll call it the fit with her membership and the website had no photos of me on it right um (laughs) and I was obviously promoting it from my own Instagram yeah so everybody that was joining up was coming from me like the Lisa D Instagram and it took me about a year to realize that was really stupid because (laughs) (laughs) my members were signing up because it was me yeah um there was no strangers landing on that website joining because it sounded amazing the people that were joining they, they enjoy the things I talk about and they enjoy the help that I give or whatever um and it took a long time for me to see that that was just really kind of silly. Now, the membership's still going, but my face is kind of more on it now. Yeah. And I'm actually going to maybe change the name um, in the future with my, I have a new website coming as well and okay. new programs and stuff. But um, I think everybody kind of goes through that little, you know, am I meant to be my brand? Is my brand yeah. set? It's, and it completely depends on your, your thing and what it is you're selling or what you're doing. But it's important to remember that you are the core yeah. as an influencer or as a blogger or as a black brand whatever it is you're selling you are the core of that yeah people want to connect with the person yeah you know and it's a person not the product definitely um so that's a big lesson I learned it took me a long time to yeah figure that one out. and I think that's something that is hard to accept and there's probably people listening to you saying that yeah. you might have their own businesses and things and thinking that's true but not in this case yeah and and actually I would say probably it is true in this case because yeah. I've I've had like so many different business attempts and change going through that period of who am I and what do I want and yeah I'm going to be a fashion blogger now I'm going to start a fashion brand okay no I'm just going to do my fitness no I want to start this yeah. brand yeah. and it's taken me about four or five attempts to get here which actually feels like it's just me and I don't have to exactly. segment who I am anymore exactly yeah and it, and even with that I think that's something that is said a lot by business people and I had mentors and stuff telling me you are your business be your business yeah and we still always think oh no I don't want to I think it's a fear of, I don't want people to think it's just me, just a girl. I yeah. want to seem more professional. Yeah. Have you ever felt like that? Um, I th- think, yeah, I probably, I think I was comparing myself maybe to others. While it was when I was creating Fit With Her, I was like, you know, I don't actually know what was going through my head, to be honest, but I had this idea that being, it being a faceless brand and not being a Lisa D, I didn't want to be Lisa D fitness anymore. Yeah. Um, and I was just going through a bit of a transition, you know, like we were traveling, as I said. Um, and I think like even to this day now, when I look at other people in business, other women in business, 
if I look at a, a business online, I do want to see the girl behind yeah. it. Like I enjoy getting to know the person and their story and how they created this thing and why they're creating it. And you yeah. know, if you, if I found this random um, fitness membership online now, but I wasn't able to see the person or why they were doing like what they're doing and their message and their core values and stuff, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel connected to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so important that in business that you keep yourself not that you need to be on the face of everything, but that your customers can see you. Yeah. Especially if that's that's how they've always known you. Like if they're especially in the service sort of business. Yeah. Like if you're delivering a service, they want to like they want to know the person that's delivering it. And for me, like as I said, it took me a long time to realise that all the customers that were signing up were coming through my Lisa D page anyway, or because they knew me or because yeah. they followed me for ages. It wasn't complete strangers, so it was a bit silly. Yeah. But I think um we all go through that we stage off self maybe it's like self-discovery or you know just doubting yourself and wondering would this work better and blah 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 yeah. and it, it takes like that will happen a lot yeah <laughs> a lot especially when you yeah when, when you work for yourself and you're doing it by yourself and you don't have anybody like if you don't have a team yeah they're able to say to you you know this isn't a great idea or this you Keep know you on track yeah because you don't see yourself you know if you're having a bad day sometimes you don't see things clearly. You don't have clarity. You, you know, we all have all these thoughts racing through our heads. So it's just one of those things. I think we can all relate to because we've all, we've, and you said oh, as well, yeah. you felt there as well. Yeah, yeah. you're just yourself. Because yeah. um, when you're human, like you, you're gonna, you go through states. I always say yeah. that emotions are just change of states. Exactly. Yeah. But they cloud, they cloud the way that we, the lens that we look at mm-hmm. everything around us. So mm-hmm. when you are just running your own business, it, it would be so. It's gonna be sporadic, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's got to transition through those states with you exactly yeah exactly so let's talk a little bit about building your brand and building fit with her because I guess you went from a PT who's doing most of your work offline mm-hmm. is that fair and then just built this whole brand so how yeah. did you go about doing that um I didn't plan it and I know that's really annoying to hear <laughs> it was like god's sake but honestly I, as I said I was a personal trainer I was taking clients in my shed you know in my okay. garage back at home I yeah. had some equipment and the girls that I was taking were girls that I worked with like I worked in uh, bars and different places okay. um and I'll never forget this moment one of the girls said to me why don't you like start a class like a boot camp have all these because I had said you know I really would love a place where loads of women could come together and we could all train together and support each other because that yeah. wasn't really in my area it wasn't really big at the time or whatever um and I said you know what fuck it I'm just gonna put a status on Facebook and I put the status on Facebook and I'm holding a class for 15 girls starting in January um blah 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 didn't have a venue, didn't have any equipment, didn't have any money, didn't have anything. Like, didn't even think the status would even really reach anyone. Yeah. I went to have a shower and I came out and I was like, what the fuck at the amount of comments and messages I got? But because the girls that were coming to me for, like, one-to-one training had, you know, their friends had obviously seen their results. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't actively trying to promote it because I had my full-time job. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. something I was trying to get into. Um, and that took off. I started my classes and they were just insanely busy like ridiculous um they would sell out every month and then girls just started and obviously I'd share the results online yeah you know and people would see them and that's kind of how I built that but again it wasn't really intentional because I didn't really know what I was doing at the time yeah like I didn't know how to market I was just being myself which is Mm -hmm. the most important thing um and I was writing I was sharing these statuses you know the things I write now kind of the same back then okay um 
And then girls would message and say, oh, my friend's going to your class, but I live in Australia. I would love to go to your class, but I'm in Australia. Can you do like an online thing? And I was like, ah. what? what? How do I? And I remember the kind of only person I had really seen do that was like, you know, Kayla, Kayla Insane, yeah. Insane back at the time. <laughs> I was like, gee, she was like huge. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even know how to do this. So anyway, I did. I, created, I put what I did on bootcamp on paper online yeah. and put them all in a Facebook group and um, I did like a 28 day program or something and the results started flying in and then of course yeah. I was sharing those results and it just kept going from there at the time it wasn't intentional but looking back I just trusted my gut I just went with it I kept doing what I was good at and then um, so I was running like the my last program at that stage was the six week bikini body I mm-hmm. called it the six week bikini body program and you could do it from home I did that for ages and it was really popular um, thousands and thousands of girls wow. and then as I said I got into the eat pray love kind of stage and I was like you know what I don't like how this is just a physical thing yeah because I could see in our Facebook groups that they were talking about how much they had changed like their mindset and their lives yeah. and they were getting more confident and they were you know um, going for promotions and changing their careers and leaving relationships you know they're just getting really yeah. confident and I was like I don't like the name the six week bikini body and I was like it's so much more than that yeah. and I kept feeling like I wasn't doing it justice by calling it that. Yeah. So I um, cut that out <laughs> and I had a few programs in between. And then I said, I'm going to launch something that's body, mind and soul, which yeah. was the Fit With Our membership. And the idea behind that was there was no rules. There was no kind of roadmap. They would just, like, there was no meal plans, no specific way to follow it. You just got recipes and workouts and yoga and all the rest. And you did with it as you please. Like, you use what you want. Yeah. Um, it was amazing and girls loved it um and it's still like the girl there's still members doing it every month and it's amazing but more recently I have realized that you know what there is girls that want to make changes that want to lose weight and this membership isn't doing that for them because there's no roadmap you know they need to yeah. yeah they need to know how to train they need to learn how to you know train in the gym um they need to learn how to eat, how to do it all the right way instead of using skinny tea or whatever. Yeah. Um, so most recently, that's been the shift there and kind of moving more back into that yeah. again. Um, but in terms of like building that the brand, like it's just been following my gut, listening to what the girls want and what what they need. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one thing, like I know if you want to lose weight I know I should get you into the gym show you how to deadlift show you how to squat yeah. heavier progressive overload and all the rest show you how to do your calories macros or portion control or whatever it is I know that's what you need to do but you don't know that yet yeah so I need to deliver that to you in a way that speaks to you that makes sense to you yeah. for you to make the habit changes um so a big part of the brand building and building my business has been listening to what they want and delivering it in a way that makes sense to them yeah you know and that kind of relates to them and stuff um and like I'm a like I'm just a girl like I'm the same as all of these girls that want yeah. these results or whatever and I know how I feel and I know um I share that as well so because people can relate to that too yeah you know like I'm not like this person up here that I'm going to shout to use and tell you what to do I'm the same like we're all different yeah, but we're all the same yeah. you know so that's just being myself has been the biggest thing for building the brand and being consistent as well with a message and knowing your message and not just making up a message because <laughs> because you think that that's what they want to hear. Yeah. And, and I think my message now is just be yourself. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 
that's not really great advice. I don't know if that's great advice or not. I think it's. I think it is because there was no specific kind of map yeah, that I followed. I know you probably don't see it, but from an outsider perspective, I think you are a perfect example of the the business strategy that is taught. But this is like a. It's just happened really organically. Yeah. Um. In terms of the lean startup method, mm-hmm. in that you did what you're good at and you focused on what you're good at, and then this niche you start to basically carve out this niche yeah and then you we talk about like minimum viable product where you just do what you do and then you refine it refine it based on customer feedback so rather than waiting and planning and writing this long business plan and then launching a big campaign and launching fit with her and having not done it with anyone yet yeah and then you don't know what to do with your product you did it bit by bit and you just improved your product improved your product so it sounds like it happened almost like you just did it without even knowing you're following this strategy yeah exactly but it just happened one step at a time right see back when I started personal training just for my shed and stuff and this is before I did like my qual you know got qualified and stuff to even do it I was just doing it on the side yeah um I never for one second thought this was a career path you know, I was jumping from job to job. I was always so good at getting jobs. I was jumping from job to job, but I never knew what I wanted to do in my life. I had no plan. And I was feeling really depressed about that. The fact I just felt this is the way things are always going to be. And yeah. just, I, I, like, I was on autopilot back then. I was like, this is the way life is. This is, this isn't great, but this is the way it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and I got such a buzz from training those girls and connecting with them and seeing the results and being like, oh my God, like I'm good at this as yeah, well, you know? But, yeah. um, so like following that, when I had the conversation with that client, um, her name is Rachel and I, I still always remember And then saying, you know what? I'm just going to put a status out and see if anybody wants to come to me to my classes. Yeah. And they did it and they did. And then they kept coming back. And then, you know, online training was back then it was a big pipeline dream yeah imagine being able to work just online yeah um but again I didn't have steps to get there I just kept doing what I was doing um girls were sharing their results organically because they were so delighted yeah they were spreading the word for me because it was like local um and we were sharing stuff online there was no strategy with that either just there was no like theme on our feeds or anything (laughs) it was just you know um we were just kind of taking a step at a time and it just, ha- you know, it just happened. I kept following yeah. my guts, taking the next step and, and not giving up. This is the thing. Consistency is super important. Even if you can't see the bigger picture or see where this is going to take you, if just it feels moving. good and it feels right, just keep doing it and keep yeah. moving with it, you know, because it will show itself and all the dots will add up. Yeah. And I look back to that moment in my life and I think, imagine if I didn't say yes to that. Imagine if I was too scared to put that status on Facebook. Yeah. you know what would my life look like now and that scares me like I even feel emotional thinking about that because fuck that like that is really terrifying so now when opportunities come at me or you know I say I try and say yes as much as I can you know yeah. if I have an idea I'll say right yes let's just let's just do this and see what happens yeah um and that's a that's really important to me as well because you can over plan and have us all in your head and have all these business maps and but that's not always gonna work if you're not feeling it if you're yeah. not listening to your gut if you're not actually doing what you're good at yeah um and you're not giving people what they need and what they want and it's also no use if you don't take action on it which exactly i'm can be very guilty of because i like all this businessy stuff so I, I can spend ages writing plans making pretty logos but then i'll never launch it which means yeah i'm not going anywhere yeah without doing that yeah exactly it's we can focus so much time on the shit that doesn't actually really matter and um, like most recently um met this amazing lady and she's like great at what she does and all the rest and we spoke about like new branding and rebranding my 
my whole like Lisa D or whatever. And I love her and I love connecting with her. But we started focusing on like my logo and like the color and the font. And I was like, and this was going on for weeks. And I was like, this this makes no sense to me right now. Why am I like why am I focusing on a logo? Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. I don't even have my at the minute I'm kind of going through a transition thing, my base products in place because I am changing things. And I was like, this just this is like the pretty stuff, but nobody actually gives a fuck. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> you know, not really. People want to know that I can help them. They yeah. don't give a shit what my what my logo is. So until that feels right and until I can I kind of know what I want, I'm gonna put that to the side. So I said to her, listen, this isn't working right now. Love you, but let's just give it a while because I need to focus on my, my whole thing, not just this little pretty thing. Does yeah. that make sense? So it's like intuitively formulating your strategy and going yeah. with what you know feels yeah, right at the time. Helping more people and delivering value and doing what you're good at instead of just sitting going, right, I have my logo, I have this, I have that. Right, people come to me. Like, yeah. That's just not going to happen. Um and I think, like, I think, especially on Instagram now, a lot of people get caught up in that, making Instagram look pretty. Of course, it helps. Like, I think if you're like, a blogger or an influencer, and that's your full time thing. Obviously, yeah. brands need to know you have a good feed and all the rest. Mm-hmm. But if your service is like your own products and helping people through a certain, they want to see that you can help them. Yeah, they don't really care about your your logo. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit of tough love. I don't no, know. It's true. I, I had to have that conversation with myself because <laughs> I was trying to toe this line between blogger and service provider. Yeah. And I wanted to transition into having my own business and selling my products and not not just working for brands anymore. Yes. But I was so tied down to I can't post fitness videos because they won't fit in my feed and I want it to be no. all glossy. And it's only anyone who follows will see that only in the last two, three months have I started posting them. I've just finally kissed goodbye to the pretty feed. Yeah. And it, been like, I mean, the gym is fine. I'm a gym girl. So yeah. this is who I really am. Yeah. And like what you said, I stopped segmenting myself. Yeah. Because who I actually am is wearing yoga pants. You are. Like, in the gym. But, and now it's yeah. clear. So although I had to let go a little bit of this control about having a perfectly curated feed, yeah, I feel like it's working much better for me because people can see this is this is just real and it's yeah. not so forced. Exactly. So, well, like, what is a blogger? What, yeah. What's your definition of a blogger? Well, a blogger should be somebody that shares their life on social media. Okay. Which, in theory, means it's real life. Right. Yeah. So but it's sharing content. Main, yeah. And it's writing stuff that. So like. Again, and I got caught up in this before having a certain theme on my feed and stuff. And okay, it is important for some people and like certain photographers or influencers. And if if it fits with what you're doing, happy days. But if you're so focused on that that you're not actually giving people value or content that they need, and you're not helping people, then it's not really going to work. That's what I think. Um, of course, there's exceptions to the rule. You know, there's girls with like maybe hundreds of thousands of followers and millions of followers, and all they they just all they have to do is to to post photos to fit a certain feed to, yeah. to get the work that they need or whatever. But I mean, generally speaking, you sh- I I feel like my opinion and opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one, but my opinion is that you really need to be focusing on giving value. Yeah. And you know, everybody has it within them. You have stuff within you that people need to hear. Yeah. You do, even if you don't believe it. And it's going with that. Yeah. And you know, someday that might be a workout. The next day it might be a meal. The next day it might be talking about your relationship. The next day it might be talking about like your family. Like it can be different things. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this one thing. And if you look at my Instagram feed, there is like no fitness content on it. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm still trying to figure this out in my head, but there really isn't any fitness content on it. I share stuff in my stories, but 
it's kind of ridiculous that my business is as successful as it is and my main like my only stream of income is my 100% my business and it's fitness stuff fitness yeah. programs but that shows you that like I didn't need to share workouts and to share meals and to build that brand. I was just being myself yeah um and people know that I'm good at it because obviously it's, it's a few years in the yeah in the making but even when I was doing boot camps I was I wasn't I wasn't trying to make my feed a fitness feed I was just throwing everything yeah that's probably not the best advice but don't overthink it yeah you know like just be yourself I think that's so true and I think what you said as well about some people can just post you know without thinking potentially about what does this offer the yeah the the receiver but more create a nice picture and put it out and and grow and do really well but I think the problem is where we're all going wrong is that we're not realizing that that is the, the very small minority who it just happened to work for yeah out of a bit of not co- I don't like to say coincidence but yeah it just it, it's not representative of the general yeah. landscape and that's why we're all kind of trying to fit in that yeah. box and it takes time to work out like my 100%. journey and maybe yours that you just need to put out your stuff and what you can offer value yeah. on and then the and then like maybe a brand will come to you like there's girls out there that a brand will come to them and they want them to post a photo of themselves sitting in a tree holding something with a certain <laughs> kind of dress on I don't know right and it's just a really pretty photo and maybe that's that brand that's just what that brand wants and yeah. this person shares that that's fine you don't have to always be yeah. trying to help people or being like mother trees or whatever that's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not what I'm saying it's kind of like but what that post you're doing is giving value to that brand yeah. so you're still giving value to you know the, yeah. that brand is what that's what you're getting paid um, but I feel like in my line of business and what I'm doing, like it's important if I just keep posting pretty photos and have nothing in my captions, like nobody cares. It's just not gonna connect with people, like right? Yeah. It's just not it's not it's just it's not even me because I have too much to say. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that. Um so <laughs> So um we had yeah, we had a little intro from the mailman. So I wanna ask you a more practical question about fit with her okay. and this is something I've always wondered because I do most of my business PT business and fitness business in person mm-hmm. and I've always wondered this with online and I guess I've kind of started to get a hint from from what you said but how do you overcome those things that you mentioned when you spoke about you know that to help one of your clients lose weight you need to teach them to deadlift properly and mm. lift up their squat and understand macros and and all of that stuff. So obviously the macro side of it, I get a little bit more, but how do you cross those barriers that come with training mm-hmm. in terms of sharing your skills and spreading your message of something that's very hands-on online? Because now that we're in this digital age and everything really, I think every business, no matter how hands-on it is, needs to find a way of translating that online. You mean like the tools I use to deliver... Yeah, just how do you, because I'm thinking about when I'm teaching someone yeah. to deadlift, I'm there on the platform oh, yeah. taking me, yeah. you know, a good... Yeah, well, it is quite different, obviously, when you're online. Um, in person, when I was doing it in big camps and stuff, I would literally, like, <laughs> grab the That's person what I mean. and yeah. press them. And I, like, I used to, like, I would be able to see someone's, like, bad technique. And, like, I could see 10 girls in a row and I'd be able to jump to each yeah. one. And I actually buzz off that, too. I kind of missed that. Um so online, no, the fit with her membership was all home workouts, like dumbbells only. So I didn't I didn't really have that. <laughs> but um now that I'm going back into what I used to do in the beginning with the programs with the gym workouts and stuff, is you have to like record your own videos if you're doing yeah. the 
doing the technique and then maybe making a voiceover or whatever yeah, yeah. or having the links to the so say you have your workouts on a pdf mm-hmm. um and then you can have like a video library so sort of yeah. clicks on squat they see how to do squat right but I, I always say as well i say like you know you know technique and form is so important if there's a trainer if you're not sure about how to do this grab a trainer in your gym and get them to show you yeah. how to do it you know, don't be afraid to do that or actually with my one-to-one clients now, I wouldn't do this here for my programs because they're yeah. far too many, but my one-to-one clients, I'll say, send me a video of you doing a deadlift. Yeah. You know, um, and I'll say, right, do this, that. And then when we're on our Zoom calls each week, like last week, I was, I had a, a brush, like a, a broom brush on my back showing. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spots, I, so I love a broom handle. It's yeah. so useful. I use them as well. And I was telling, just trying to help her get her gaps and stuff. Just say, you know, practices at home. Those kinds of things. So that's one-to-one training. Yeah. But in terms of like bigger programs, um, you just have to have video links to your stuff or to some online platform that has video links or yeah. whatever. Um, and that's kind of the best you can really do. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I'm doing with my yeah. I've got very, very, very small online business. But the videos is, is kind of the best way, I think, isn't yeah. it? But I think what you said about the one-to-one, that's what yeah. I think as well makes yeah. a difference is that bit of personal time. Definitely, yeah. And I guess for you, your business probably takes oh. a lot more of you than what, it's not just here's the link yeah. goodbye, is it? No, I feel like to... I do go above and beyond. Like I've always had that intention to to be better than what they expect to give yeah. more. Now, of course, there's going to be a few fuck ups or whatever, but generally speaking, most girls, I have had very little complaints about my services, my programs over the past five years. Yeah. Very, very little. Um, and because I always try to make it as good as it can be and I'll always give more than what's expected so with the video links and even the whatsapp of my one-to-one coaching now like on whatsapp and stuff even the wee videos and sending me voice notes and all that is so important like because this like a girl isn't my customer isn't paying me for a magical nutrition plan or a magical order plan because they don't exist yeah they're paying me for my coaching my voice mm-hmm. my what I can get out of it not it's not about me but the, the way I'm able to get the motivation out of them. The coach. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm I know that I'm really fucking good at getting people to do things. Yeah. Getting people to do things. But showing girls, you know, you can do this. Jesus, you can do this, you know, and and talking to them and showing them a better way. And that's what the coaching is. It's not some magical nutrition plan. It's that. And so I spend time making sure that I'm messaging them, getting the one to one call each week. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. But it's one hundred percent worth it for what they get out of it. And I don't want my services just to be just to be like shit. And even my like um, programs, my kind of bulk programs, I'll do live calls in the Facebook group. Um, so my twelve day Kickstart at the minute, I'm doing. I did two live coaching calls in that. So kind of one okay. on the second day and one on like the seventh day. Yeah. Um, and that they could be thirty minutes to an hour long. Um, my fitness hour membership will do a live call every month. Um, that's that membership's only twelve ninety nine a month. So like they do get quite a lot for the price it is kind of very undervalued but um in general like I'll always add my own personal touch and I'll be on video and I'll help them and I'll talk to them because it's important like you know the consistency is the most important thing and you need to feel like you have a mentor or somebody there that's that's you know that cares yeah taking you through and I like I do I do care I think that's the (laughs) yeah that's the key in any business to be actually successful at it is you have to really yeah. care and be, be because passionate like, about I it. know the difference it can make to those lives. Like I know that if you keep going with this training plan or you keep going with this nutrition, now everybody's different and they have different ways of eating and different ways of training. But I know that if you stay consistent, this will absolutely change your, yeah. your life and your mindset and the way you think and the way you feel. And because it happened to me, 
yeah. it completely changed my life. I know that sounds very cliched and right over the top, but mm-hmm. and I see it completely changes other girls' lives. So I know that if you just look after yourself, it's gonna change everything. And that's why and I care. And then when I get them on Zoom calls and I see the faces and they tell me their struggles and things they're going through and that like hits me, I'm like, shit, you know, that's not okay. Yeah. And I want you to feel better. So that's why it's I think that's a turning point for you as well and, and for me in my business is when you realize that you believe in yourself that actually I can if this person makes me I can change them and I can mm-hmm. as in for in the way they want and yeah. I can actually make the difference that they're looking for once yeah. you realize that and you have that belief yeah I think then your everything changes in the sense of for me I've never liked sales I've yeah. always been really cautious of going up and selling to people for talking just yeah. in physical gyms but once I started to see that my clients were getting results and see them change completely and everything yeah. I said then it sort of fills you up and then that gave me this confidence that now I'll happily go and sell because yeah. I'm, I'm not lying yeah I think that's exactly, exactly yeah. what you're saying is you've got such yeah. good results from people yeah but then do but you feel like, yeah. your confidence grows as that happens yeah but I always say as well that it's not actually me getting the results like I'm not like you're the one going into the gym at six in the morning doing yeah. work you're the one making doing your meal prep you're the one showing up for yourself I'm not actually doing anything but making sure that you do that for yourself so I'm there as a coach to pull out of you what you need to make those habits yeah to make those changes and you're but you're doing it yourself and um, but for me yeah the more girls I help the more confidence I have like I know that I'm good at certain things I know I'm not so good at other things um and I just go all in on that I yeah. like focus on what I'm good at and that is making people feel better making people feel fired up like they want to do things they want you know showing them what's possible I suppose yeah um and so yeah it definitely gives me more confidence too it's sort of like that analogy what you said about you know they're the ones going into the gym mm-hmm. that analogy of in their story we aren't the hero as the coach they're mm-hmm. the hero of their story yeah we're the tall guide or the, the person yeah. that just shows them the way but they yeah. complete the journey so. exactly and then them knowing that it's so important to let your client know that as well because that gives them the confidence they see I can't believe I, I did that like I never thought I'd be able to do that left or I never thought I'd be able to you know, prep my meals I didn't think I would have time for this and I, I did it and I make sure that they're proud of themselves I'm like celebrate the, even the littlest things that you think don't matter I'm like yeah. if you go to the gym and you lift 5kg heavier than last week message me and tell me <laughs> and we'll have a party and whatsapp like it's it's you know everything is to be celebrated all these little things that you didn't celebrate before have to be because you have to feel proud of the changes that you're making and the yeah. more you do that the more you want the more you want to do definitely and that's what I think I think like that works as well so yeah <laughs> so we're getting towards the the last question now that I'm going to ask you and who knows this might go into another little uh, detour but I ask everyone who comes onto the podcast what they consider to be the grow factor so the grow factor is like a podcast branded term okay. for it could be anything really it's that little something extra it could be like something tangible, like something that you practice, a specific practice, or it could be just a mindset hack or even a personality trait. Okay. But it's, it's something that you think makes the difference in going from where you want to be okay. to where you are to where you want to be. The first thing with me is I aim to see the good in everything, right? So even if I'm having, if something shit happened, like for example, <laughs> we were in 
Iceland over Christmas and New Year's. I don't know if you've seen this, but I got hit by a firework or by a, a fire, not a firework, but you know, like the residue that comes off, like the wee stones. One came down and like hit me in the nose, like right beside my eye. Oh my God. And I was bleeding and I had this big black eye and it was like, it was so scary. But I was, I kept saying, well, at least it didn't hit my eye. I'm so lucky it didn't hit my eye. And like that yeah. was, that was my natural response. Um, and that for me is I didn't have to think about that that was the first thing that came out of my head yeah so when shit happens oh well at least you know and look for the positive and yeah everything. and now obviously there's gonna be exceptions to that for certain people but that mindset for me and that I the glass is like like the optimistic kind of uh, personality that I have like that probably I wasn't always like that you know I don't think I was really like that growing up but I always knew that I had powers I need to make changes and that's something I coached into myself when I was a child. Even, you know, things aren't always going to be this way. When I'm older, I'll be able to make changes to make things better or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So I have that within me, but I feel like I coached myself to think that way. And I'm not sure how I did that. But um, I feel like I listen to a lot of audiobooks yeah. and podcasts and even like music. If I'm feeling shit or not even feeling shit, if I'm just not feeling like that productive, I'll put on a song that makes me feel great yeah um I I am proactive with that sort of thing so I don't I don't allow myself to sit and wallow and feel sorry for myself yeah. I do sometimes let's stop we'll have a little, a, yeah. a little, little yeah. stages of that yeah of course I do sometimes but um and that's important. A bit yeah quicker, that's important as well like you know all emotions need to be felt but generally speaking I don't let the little things get me down yeah um and little things are going to be different to each person of course but mm-hmm. I try and see the good in everything um, I look at everything as an opportunity um, and I just always remind myself of how fucking lucky I am you know like we're all really lucky I yeah. did a post out this morning about like your chance of even being alive of being born is like one in four trillion or something like that wow. um, like you know um, I spend time every day most recently my morning ritual has been um, like so important to me like so setting my environment up so that I start my day well and I feel good yeah getting up that little bit earlier um having my lemon water sitting on the sofa with a blanket around me with, with my journal and I'll write um anything like 10 things I'm grateful for um or my 10 goals that I have or just thoughts that's in my head or even like song lyrics just anything <laughs> whatever's in my head just put it on paper um listen to some music I'll switch Alexa I'll tell her to play something <laughs> I'll you know get outside or go to the gym starting my day off that way yeah definitely helps um so your environment is like so important so I suppose yeah your environment can affect how you feel as well so setting yourself up for success um and choosing your thoughts like we all have shit thoughts or thoughts that aren't not shit thoughts you can't really say that but (laughs) thoughts that aren't really great for us or productive or whatever and it's shifting that so I think that's my thing I really like that (laughs) and I think as well just what you say about choosing to see the positive yeah it's actually a win-win because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you probably feel this but I, I was the same I was I wasn't like this a few years ago but yeah. consciously change and it gradually becomes a habit but then you just have such a happier life as well right oh when, God, you, yeah. when you choose to see that it just becomes second nature and then you don't feel as bogged down by all yeah. that stuff so it's a win-win 100% like I feel I feel like I'm quite a happy person. Like I'm quite like uplifted and like optimistic and stuff. But that's because I make choices to make myself feel that way. I choose to see. There's not a more I love right than see when you're going for a coffee and like that first sip of coffee. With I the know. That I have. <laughs> but 
I like I really like oh my god this is amazing I like get really so into it. yeah um and I love like when you're out walking and you watch someone come out of a coffee shop and they're taking their first step and you can see it in their face <laughs> like I like both of that and those things and like I was true really half the time it's like oh my god like you're like <laughs> off your head because I think that person's really enjoying their coffee you know I look for things to be excited about yeah because if you look around there's so much to be excited about and of course you're gonna have phases in your life and things that are things that are aren't so great yeah but there's so much to be excited about and it can be the tiniest things like watching somebody take a sip of coffee and get excited <laughs> about it because they're excited um or like being able to pick up your favorite book and oh my god there's so many little things I love that I love that so much because I always joke about I always joke on stories and stuff about how I think I'm in a movie and it's a bit cheesy but yeah <laughs> I wouldn't change it because I walk over the bridge every day to work and to be honest I'll be completely honest about it the reason I started walking at first was because I was so tight on money and yeah. I'd made some business decisions that meant I, I couldn't afford to get the tube. Yeah. But I would then walk over and you've got the London Eye and you've got yeah. Big Ben and everything. And I would stop and just look and be like, it's like I'm in a movie. Yes. It's so like, I'm going to consciously stop and be grateful. Yeah. And at first it became a, I got to do this because it's a good practice. But now it's just like, I can't stop smiling and I yeah. feel like the sun's on my face when I'm in a movie. And it, obviously it's cheesy, but actually it just brings me so much joy. Yeah, so it's amazing. Then when you have a few moments like that each day of a little thing, yeah. like someone drinking a coffee. Yeah. But then it, it sticks with you and we've yeah. got massive smiles on our face now because we're remembering that feeling. <laughs> yeah, so no, really definitely. Powerful. And it's just looking like at where you were compared to where you are. And even if you're not in a great state or phase in your life right now, then what you do instead is look at where you can be in the future. You know, let's get them excited about something. Yeah. Um, and I do the same in London. I'd be like, I am so lucky to live here. Like, look at this apartment. Look at this place. Like, yeah. this is amazing. You know, because a few weeks ago we were looking at new apartments, um, and we like wanted not to upgrade a little bit, but move kind closer to the river and have like a wee balcony and all the rest. And I was looking and I was almost like finding faults in the apartment that we're currently in. And it's it's a it's an amazing apartment. It's like little things. Yeah. And then I was like, so I started kind of rearranging things and just tidying up one day. I was having one of those moods. And I was like, I fucking love this apartment. This is amazing. And it's not the best apartment in the world. Yeah. It's also not the worst. But this, what I have right now is what I always wanted. Yeah. I used to dream about being able to live in an apartment in London, you know, by myself or with my partner and be like happy and have yeah. and work online. I am so lucky, you know, um, and reminding yourself of that, like appreciating where, where you are yeah. now, how far you've come. Exactly. Even though you've got more that you want to. Exactly. To so we always like to kind of look ahead and we want more things and all the rest, but you really have to look at what you have and go, Jesus, I am so lucky. Mm-hmm. And as I said, even if your position right now isn't that great and you're not that happy and you're going through some hard things, then it's important to really look at what you want and get excited about that and make yourself believe that it's possible. Yeah. Um, I just think excitement. <laughs> I suppose that, that's the thing. It's, it's an energy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I've enjoyed this so much. I feel like we could keep going for ages. Um, but you have uh, a call soon, so we should wrap it up. But maybe there might be a, a Lisa D 2.0 if you're ever, Perhaps. If you're ever willing. <laughs> um, could you just tell the guys where they can find you and maybe connect with you on social media yes. or even fit with her? For... Uh-huh. So my Instagram is at it's me underscore Lisa D. Kind of rain. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'm on Facebook as well, Lisa D. I don't use that so much anymore. Um, and then, so my website at the minute is fitwithher.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Fit With Her membership is closed. You can, however, join my 12-day kickstart. There's one starting in like 10 days. 
Um, and then one-to-one coaching is application only for one-to-one coaching. So I open that kind of every other month. You can just message me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have new websites coming or a new website coming soon. So that will all change. But for now, that's what's happening. But if you come to my Instagram, you'll see all the, the links. All, and all the, the different avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Different things. Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. It's thank been you so for much having fun. me. Yeah, it was You're great. welcome.